Hello everyone, this is Bobbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the Vanguard of the Revolution endured an attempt by the Subharmonics to flip one of their members. And in addition, they did some investigating into the disturbances that one Agent Nil informed them about. They discovered that the pilots of the instigating mechs were actually bodybuilders with a strong sense of discipline. And they discovered that the farmers, for their part, while used to the sort of physical confrontation, had to admit that the bodybuilders' instigation was a part of the reason why they fought so recently. After then reassuring them that the system would change and the ire that led to these fights would go with it, they then went to find the beekeepers of Baritone, also reassured them that the bad way, the new way, would change. And finally they returned to Willow Creek, discussed things with Nil, particularly the nature of the noble factions who arranged themselves in uh, organizations of similar interest. And finally, the party agreed to send the bodybuilders away with Agent Nil, who presently is more interested in seeing Penelope Agrotisa dealt a blow than in following up with whoever he thinks is in charge of the revolution. As Agent Nil gets off the phone and turns to you all, he says, My superiors have sent a transportation vehicle to bring myself and these suspects back to base. So I suspect you will be wanting to leave shortly. We do need to get back to the manor at some point. Yes. And if you do end up pursuing that dueling opportunity with the lady, I do have a word of warning. I've done some checking up on her, and for someone with such a stellar record during real duels, she has shown a remarkably poor performance during practice sessions. And it has occurred to me that someone like Lady Penelope is not above a little cheating to get what she wants. Hmm. Oh, lovely. Appreciate the tip. I suspect that you have heard of her underground bunker back at her manor. It is relatively well known among her workers, even if very few of them have been inside. I suspect whatever secrets she may be hiding, any secrets behind her winning streak, are most likely to be found there. We'll keep that in mind. You'll have at least one squirrely little member of our troop that get in there. You mean me, right? I make no promises. No, we mean the other squirrely member of our group. Oh, you can turn invisible sometimes. I forgot. 
<sighs> Wait, I can? Of course I can. <laughs> oh no. What have I done? Well, now there's going to be a comedy of errors as both Alan and Johnny attempt to infiltrate this thing separately. <laughs> so, on the entire flight back, Jean-Luc is sitting in the back, just fucking staring at a wall and brooding. Oh, there is one more thing. Mm. Just before he leaves the building, you guys were all in. Uh, Nil does poke his head back in and say, Oh yes, uh, Johnny. Hi. Would you mind if I speak with you privately? Just for a minute. Uh, yes, but I think you're going to do it anyway, so let's get it over with. Oh, don't worry. This is entirely voluntary. Yeah, what do you, what do you want to say? Well, it concerns your associate, Lord Armand. I know it might be a bit of a shock, based on your reaction, to learn that he has a noble title. And so I just wanted to uh, reassure you. About what? Well, you see, Lord Armand was not actually given an education befitting someone who would, in the future, treat human lives as pawns in a game. He was raised to be a human sacrifice instead. The Armands have this odd notion that the firstborn son of the main line of their family must lose his life in battle. And so he has been taught from a very young age that he must spend his life fighting and then dying for the sake of his family. A uh, minor correction it is gender neutral. It is the firstborn child. Okay. He must spend his life fighting in harmony. <laughs> you mentioned something about how you see yourself in the future doing precisely the same thing for the sake of presumably your family. So I thought it would be interesting for you to know how much you have in common. That was all. Okay. Bye. <laughs> He's already leaving. This is weird. He's so fucking weird. What does he want? I'm convinced he's a clone. I absolutely. He's I'm convinced there's that. multiple of them running around that at all. doesn't I, explain I, his behavior in the slightest. Clones are weird. Will you ever make a copy of something enough? Look, I'll, I'll say it now that we're alive, but clones are a bit fucked up. <laughs> Rude. Back to brooding in the corner of the flying wing. Yeah, just sitting in like the room farthest back from whatever sort of pilot chamber there is. Sitting on a crate, staring straight forward. You're on your way to the estate now, so you're probably back in that uh, private aircraft instead. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting in a very sumptuous chair. I don't think I've ever heard a chair described as sumptuous before. I have, but it was when I was reading Hansel and Gretel. I was on my knees, hands bridged in front of my face, staring at nothing. Connor's going to take this opportunity while, while Jean-Luc is staring at nothing to use a stim. <laughs> Casually do some drugs. Dad's in his own head. Time to get high. 
You're not an addict or anything. The babysitter stopped paying attention for a, for a hot second. Hell yes. They looked away for five seconds. Time oh, this is my favorite way to burn calories. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about doing kick, but uh, given the character that I'm going to need to play, I'm going to choose the uh, freeze condition, which keeps me calm and emotionally stable, dead in sphere, and and other strong reactions. And then Colin is just playing Ben Stein for the next <laughs> half an hour. Ben Stein, Doopy Dog's voice. Hello. Good idea, let's juice up. When, when Doopy Dog's money. Are you also doing drugs, Johnny Alpha? Yeah, I got that. I got stims. It's just I don't. I mean, it's actually in my loadout, and I am using one. Yeah, same. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, let's juice. It's okay to use drugs so long as it's legal. Or you don't get caught. Which one are you using? Juice. 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 I'm going to be so awake. No, kick keeps you awake. Juice just heightens your senses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super alert. Okay. This is great. Let's lock them in a room together. (laughs) (laughs) To be specific, I'm going to juice towards the end of the flight. God, can you imagine being stuck on a plane just, uh, just like high on, I guess, the equivalent of cocaine here? <laughs> or meth, or, you know, any of those. And just like, just, just on a plane for like three hours, just, and you're on uppers the entire time. Jesus H. Christ. Two of these effects are uppers, and one of these effects is kind of a stabilizer, so. I'm the one choosing the stabilizing one, though. You're choosing one of the uppers. Yeah, I'm taking, but I'm taking it at the end of the flight, so it's fine. I mean, yeah, these are combat drugs. They are strong. Yeah, I'm just spending my flight doing some thinking, but not on a sumptuous jab. <laughs> I just want to imagine just Namtab or Johnny just thoughtfully just contemplating, looking out the window, just kind of. Hand resting on his chin. Looks like he's in deep thought. And then he just kind of casually, not even looking away from the window, reaches into his bag, grabs a needle, and just jams it right into his leg. Not Again, still looking out the window the entire time and just throws it away. Yeah. And then my eye starts twitching. There's half a beat and then he has a, like a twitch. And so, contemplating and navel-gazing and... Drug using aside, the trip back towards the estate is nice and quiet. And as you depart from the landing pad, you note that unlike last time, you're not met by the steward, but by the Lady Agrotisa herself. I just want to double check it is Count Poupon you, correct? Sounds correct. Okay. Yes. I put on my disguising stuff before we land, step out first, and go, now presenting count... Slap. Not not to the face. Okay. But she backhands you in the shoulder to knock you aside and say, well, there's no need for any uh, formalities now. We've already met. Howdy there, count. I look a little irritated and just sort of dust myself off. Sticks her hand out for a shake. Pleasure seeing you again, my lady Agrotisa. Shake her hand. My lady Agrocrag. 
Same, same. So you've got any time now to talk? It's a bit surprising that we met, like, uh, ships moving in the night before, but... Well, now that you've had some time to spread your wild oats out there in the baritone, I'd like to have a chat with you, uh, see who I'll be working with. All the time in the world. Glad to hear it. Slaps you on the shoulder now, and as big as you are, you feel it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Periodically through the rest of this session, unless there is a large time skip, I'm going to keep reminding Colin and Namtab that their characters are on morphine and speed, respectively. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretending to be... <laughs> I'm sleepy in real life, so it's going to help. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just dying up John Luke waiting for my opportunity. Excuse you? Sorry, I said that out loud, didn't I? Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, like, periodically just be like, Johnny is just, like, jittering in the corner and just be like, we should start a business. <laughs> <laughs> casinos! Casinos are an easy money! As it is, Penelope basically pulls Jean-Luc away with her to her uh, personal quarters in the main house, leaving the rest of you behind to do uh, as you like. Get talk to the workers. Yes, you get talk to the workers. Off I go. My team knows me well enough that they can see that there is just this immediate hard set to my jaw as I am getting dragged off. Debating on whether I should follow Jean-Luc or Johnny. Which one is like more likely to cause trouble, or to get in? Well, to get in trouble in Jean-Luc's case, or to cause trouble in Johnny's case. I'm not going to cause trouble. What are you talking about? I've never caused trouble. All right, I'm going to go with Johnny. You're <laughs> <laughs> not my dad. You can't control me. You don't know I'm not your dad. I wish you were my dad. Mm. Now the question is, do I want to try and get my way into the meeting to be the major domo, or should I follow Tweedledum and Tweedledumass? And oh, you could sure... be Tweedledumist then. No, I'm going to be... Shut up! <laughs> Tweedledumber-er. Yes. I'm gonna roll for it, honestly. I will say, if you want information on the hidden underground bunker, you do have that data dump. I do. And you have been busy with other things and have not fully analyzed it yet. Okay, sure. I'll go ahead and analyze that. And stick with the, uh, the other two let Jean-Luc handle their thing by themselves, and, uh... How about Du Bois? Du Bois. Alright. Well, I'm not going to have you roll for this, because I don't want you to actually fail it. <laughs> what you learn from a now more detailed look through the information, first of all, is that the hidden entrance to the underground bunker is in the manor's cellar. Apparently one of the large wine caskets set under there, even though this manor does not actually have any vineyards. One of the wine casks has, is uh, secretly hollow, and the base of it is an elevator. 
from what you can tell, there is a biometric scanner at the entrance that activates the elevator, but the information it scans for appears to be BMI and fat percentage. So you do, in fact, have to be huge. What looks at game shape. It would seem so. But then you do also know that your contact here did manage to get inside Gomez. And Gomez is not a particularly bodybuilder physicality. Uh, he's kind of frumpy, but you know, he's still pulled from shit, so he's got something going on. Yeah, you wouldn't call him overweight, but certainly not what you saw from the mech pilots. He has a really nice personality. He's not bad. He's, you know, depending on the adaptation, he's pretty good looking. I get the choke. And something else that you note is that the main mech hangar appears to be underground. So presumably the secret entrance in the cellar isn't the only way to get into the bunker. Then if the other way is a mech hangar door, that would probably be fairly obvious when it opens and shuts. Hence why it's an open secret amongst the uh, manor staff. And finally, you also note that it refers to what appears to be, could very well be, an NHP that, or it could be a CompCon, but they usually don't have names like Tally Ho. That, my, that she's probably cheating with an NHP of some sort. Yeah, I will share all of this information to the one person who's definitely smarter than me and the one person who's questionably smarter than me. Neither of those are Johnny. Wait, actually, no. It could be Johnny. Mm-hmm. It actually uh, could apply to anybody. Most NPCs, too, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's the joke. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to share all this information with Johnny and Alan. Okay, well, effing cut off there for a sec, so I learn all that stuff. I know it now. But there's a robot basement and possibly an NHP. But do you actually retain that information? Let's find out. Yes. Actually, an 8 is a failure. Most of the numbers are 10. I remember it all. I don't think you remember any of it. I remember everything. Shut up, don't question me. Johnny absorbs this all information, then sees a particularly colorful insect, and it all goes whoosh. <laughs> anyway, I need to go talk to the workers. This is more important than all that stuff you were trying to tell me. Well then, Alan, it seems it's just you and me. I really feel like I should be following Johnny. Look, we can do my cool, interesting stuff, then we can go look at the robots if you really want. Why are you talking like that? Who? He, he did a stim on the plane here. Knock. I did one too. Yeah, but I didn't tell anyone. Both of you are high, we get it. You want one? No, I probably should not. At least one of us has to be somewhat responsible here. We are literally at the enemy's doorstep. Yeah, but you could take the one that lets you stay awake and then between the three of us we'll have all three effects going on. That's called coffee. They have coffee in there. This is better than coffee. This is like 30 coffees. Coffee's pretty good. This is like 30 of them. Does it have cream and sugar in it? 
Yes. No. I slap the corner on the back of his head. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, what are you going to do, dodge? <laughs> it's got a red stop me. <laughs> I will say that Juice does specify it heightens senses and alertness, so I would give you a uh, advantage on your reader's situation to retain information. Great, let's... What, how, what do I roll for that? Just a d6. Just an extra d6? Alright, let's roll a one. That's a three. Okay. Oh, hey, you look, you actually do retain it. Excellent. I'm still going to slap you in the back of the head, though. Here I go. Here I go. Bam, that's an 11. No, no, no. Colin gets to make a counter roll. No, I don't think I do, actually. <laughs> you have nothing. I don't think that's how the system works. Yeah. Unless you're contesting it somehow, I'm going to slap you in the back of the head. I mean, yeah, doesn't he get to contest? No. Why not? Well, because we're out of combat still. Yeah. And so you're not actually dealing damage, or for that matter, I think stress. Excellent. Oh no, we're definitely taking stress damage. Alright, so... Who's actually going to places? Yeah, if I've got this straight, the first thing you guys want to do is contact some of the less reputable members of the staff. Yeah. It's time to start a terrorist organization. Well, I say start one, I mean, progress one. Expand. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like you want to primarily get in touch with them and uh, turn it into a network of contacts that you can use to send information, possibly resources, to people out in the field of Baritone. Yeah, I've got a eight-part project clock here that says establish international presence, and I've done none of it because I missed partially because I missed a session and therefore wasn't in the combat. Because those farmers would have been really useful. Yeah, well, as it is, people close to power, but without any of it that people realize, I can be a useful resource as well. Yeah. So how do you go about convincing them to take part in this? Keep in mind what I said last time, or previously at least, that the people here are chosen specifically for their ability to stay loyal. Hmm. Offer them drugs. You know, I'll ask my friends. I've got friends. I can test. I've got people that fight in robots alongside me. Okay. Uh, I've been building something that I think is going to help us in the long run, which is uh, contacts, like international contacts, and we need to set up a network here of like informants and saboteurs and bombers and uh, you know diplomats and uh, criminals. Problem is, we've been told that these guys are quite loyal. So who's got a plan? So I, f I was going to go give them an inspiring speech, but I figure. That that's not going to work if they're loyal. Uh, hmm. Connie, you're the smartest person I know. I'm sorry, it seems that the slap to my head has addled my brain and I cannot currently help you. I slap you harder. <laughs> uh, let's see, well... Oh, we got lots of money. Do we do have, have lots, lots of money. money. Lots of money. And resources. In character, I'm not going to help you, but out of character, I will help you brainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> keep slapping your character till you do No, the, the more you slap, the less I'm inclined to help. <laughs> You're the worst person. Connor <laughs> is the worst. 
Yeah, we do have lots of money to offer. My approach, I, I would think I would try to sow some discord. But I'm not quite sure how that would... how to attack that, because they are kind of like... stuck here, so it's not like they can take a better job offer somewhere else. No, but they can seize the means of production. Yes, it's time for communism. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Let's just go start talking to them and see what happens. I'm going to hang back. <laughs> Connor is also going to hang back. No, no, I, I need you. <laughs> no. No, I want to hear Colin give an inspiring speech in that voice. Nope. No, I like no. Connor is legit not going to be helping Johnny with this. There is an in-character reason to do so. Slap a guy twice and all of a sudden he becomes an absolute prick. All of a sudden? What? Have you not been paying attention to my character at all? No. Johnny, this I do have an actual suggestion here. I don't think you're going to sway the most loyal people on this island with a rousing speech. If you do want to try to sow the seeds of revolution, you're gonna to have to make the you're gonna to have to convince them that they could have a better life if they do. And it's kind of unsavory, but you could sabotage, you know, like food stores and just all their little creature comforts. Become a little more, you know, a little more unhappy with how they're living. Yeah, let's do that. And technically, it's the enemy's stuff anyway, so yeah, we're not being that big of a jerk about it. Yeah. 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 Alright, in that case, I would allow you to use that assault bonus you just used for slapping Connor's head. But, all in all, I think I will still go with my original inclination, which was to make this a risky roll. Okay. As a reminder, that's the one where a 10 is a success, but anything under a 20 also has consequences. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of this role is to advance the project clock, correct? Yes. Excellent, I get an accuracy. That's a 12. <laughs> uh, the accuracy comes from my clockmaker, which is um, part of my bond power. That's right. It's a good thing you had that too, because you would have failed. Well, I didn't. That's also right. Okay, so, as I recall, a regular success is normally worth two segments but this is your project clock and so also thanks to clockmaker you should also you should be getting a bonus segment on top okay so that's free all right we'll come back a bit later and save more seeds of discord so what i would do personally i would go after the hot water yeah sure that sounds fine i yeah i'm a mechanic i know how to sabotage a boiler People get real mad when they don't have, you know, hot water to clean with. Real quickly. Is there any material difference between a 12 and a 14 in terms of clock success? No. Okay, then retroactively, what, I'll, what I think would be better for the situation is hack or fix, which makes that a 14, but it's still the same. And what I'm doing is I'm sabotaging the boiler um, in... Or, whatever's heating their water, their space boiler, in such a way that... Spoiler. Yeah, it's quite hard to detect what I've done. But the net effect is that they have only cold water. I cannot imagine that they're going to be very pleased after a couple of days in a swamp 
not being able to have a hot shower. Hmm. All right. Well, you did roll less than a 20, which means that you will also have to accept the consequences of your actions. How dare you? Never. And I think for the sheer audacity and scale of what you were planning, the consequences will have to be two stress. And I will tell you how you get them. The first stress you get when you accidentally open the wrong pipe at the wrong time and give yourself a nice warm steam bath. That's okay, I didn't need skin. I'm from the swamp, I'm used to steam. I don't know, highest pressure steam can cut through stuff. Yeah, it's a bit unpleasant. But the second bit of stress you get is where you are almost interrupted by a maintenance worker who shows up at just the wrong moment. You manage to get away, but not before you take a wrench to the back of the head. Myself kill that maintenance work. Thrown at you with remarkable accuracy. Just like picturing like the hitman where you throw something at somebody and it curves to follow them around <laughs> the hallway. <laughs> uh, I've seen videos of the uh, the amazing briefcase. Briefcase, yeah. Foaming briefcase, yep. Well, it does that with anything you throw is the fun thing. Yeah, but briefcase is funny. I don't know, you can throw fish at people in one level. The briefcase was especially notable because it travels slower. <laughs> I think the video is it, it chases a jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that done. We'll come back later and sort them out, so I probably need one more encounter with something else at some point. Now let's do... Boring rubbish with robots. Well, I think, first of all, we're going to be uh, jumping over to Jean-Luc's conversation. So, you haven't actually been in Penelope's private office before, and you notice that it's not quite so much of an office in terms of floor space, so much as it is a uh, trophy case. There are various cups and medals, and since this planet is at least partially Greek-themed, Olympic awards. They straight up have something they call the Olympics here. But instead of awarding medals to be worn around the neck, they award laurel wreaths that are made out of bronze, silver, or gold. Wait, they're not even calling them the Space Olympics. We're not in space. We're on, we're on a planet. We're always in space. Hush you. It gets it. And aside from the physical awards, you also see a number of photos with Penelope usually front and center in them. Sometimes on her own, sometimes as part of various teams. You notice a few group sports, along with a number of individual track and field events. It would seem that Penelope has tried her hand at most everything that a dignified member of the upper class is allowed to try their hand at, and she has excelled at all of them. Is she still huge in all of these pictures or does her physique kind of like fluctuate like if she does sprinting is she 
insanely slim compared to how she is now. I would say that overall her body type does not change significantly, but if you want to step closer and really analyze the photos, I would give you an, op an option to roll to get more details. It would just be a straight-up roll. If it's risky, I'm not gonna do it. If it's fine... Oh, no, no. It's definitely not risky. She loves having people pay attention to her many awards. Yeah. Alright, yeah. I'll, uh... Just kind of bank off from whatever direction she's leading me in and peruse the photos briefly. That's an 11. Just barely a success. Alright. In this case, it's certainly good enough. And what you can notice most of all is sort of a age progression. That she starts out more on the lean side, but like I said, never someone you would describe as slim at any point in her life. But she does seem to have started out as smaller of a person than she is today. And during that period is when she engages in the uh, sports that incline themselves towards someone who has a smaller frame or less mass to move around. And the more recent photos are of her engaging in activities like shot put or uh, hammer toss. Right. Just keep a careful, neutral expression on my face as I move through the room. And in any event, she is narrating as you move. As you go from one trophy case to another, she explains what events she won, how much uh, effort she went through in any particular event, and of course, her dueling record is also properly documented here. Pay extra attention to that. She is especially proud of her custom-built mech, photos of which are included amongst the milieu. Pay extra attention to that. Two things draw your attention just from a photograph. First is the striking sky-blue coloration of the mech itself, and second is the red-and-black-colored sword, which is about as long as the mech is tall. <laughs> Fucking anime nonsense. That's fine, I'm also on some anime nonsense. I was about to say, playing a giant mech game, of course we're on anime nonsense. Anime is for the win. Die instantly. You'd be satisfied. Die slowly, actually. <laughs> In any events, having toured the office, she finally takes a seat behind her desk, which you note is actually not that well constructed. It's not the biggest and strongest and most imposing looking desk you've ever sat on either side of. But the chairs appear to be comfortable, both on her side and on yours. I mean, yours is a little small for your frame, but you're used to that. Yeah. 
and uh, after sitting down and just uh, a nice long sigh to uh, put all of her lovely memories back where they belong in her head she turns back to you and says so I imagine you've had a nice tour of baritone what do you think oh how the fuck do I answer that question do I do I go aggro from the start? <sighs> no, let's ease into it. Well, it's a lovely plot of land, I will certainly say. Quite lovely. Concerned about how much... Mm, competition there seems to be amongst some of the workers. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. They always seem to find ways to end up working together. <laughs> Do they now? I'd rather the opposite impression. Oh, don't get me wrong. It was a lot worse before I got here, but I've been whipping them right into shape. I see, I see. This is all coming in line, then, with your expectations? Absolutely. Or is far as I can push them anyway. Spare the rod and uh, spoil the peasant. <laughs> I'm curious, have you been left your own devices here? Have you been given directives? Oh, I've got oversight, certainly. You and me, we both know uh, where the oversight's coming from, but for the most part, they have been Happy with my ideas, glad to see them implemented, and uh, absolutely happy to see the results I've managed to get out of these uh, peons. You know, you never understand your own worth until you've had it measured against others. Uh, do I have a read on, like, her oversight being the gold faction, or... Moderno, or the Him Father, or Him Leader? Um, well, me some sort of insight. Could I get my background as a noble? Because I don't think I've got an insight role. Yeah, you can add your uh, nobility to this. These are the kinds of people that you've grown up around. Uh, Thirteen. Alright, she does seem to be gi giving you the wink and the nudge indicate that you think she thinks you're working for the same group of people. Okay. So if she was given orders on how to run this place by Moderno, she's ignoring them in favor of her own allegiances. More or less. And it would seem that they have uh, compromised the oversight aspect so then, what are your plans for... after? After? Oh, you're talking about... Oh, yeah. Yeah, well... Necessity is the mother of invention. I understand that our colleagues are investing in their own private, uh... stocks. And that's fine for them. I welcome the competition, after all. And I've still got biggest food district this side of treble and uh, 
Well, with one less thing to worry about, uh, I'm sure everybody's going to put their heads down and uh, get as much as they can out of the soil. They won't have very long to do so. Well, I think agriculture has only ever been done in a enclosed environment. People deal with the weather all the time, especially on other parts of this planet. Oh, certainly, certainly, but once the wall comes down, it's certainly not going to be as simple or nearly as fruitful. Yeah, it's not going to be as easy, but nothing worth doing is ever easy. Maybe look at that wall. And that wall, I pulled myself up. I built this body. I built those awards. And if I can do it, so can others. What if the ones who... whose trades will no longer be possible here once the... wave dismissively, natural order reasserts itself? Then they'll either learn new trades or not be worth a thought. Fair enough. How do I proceed from here? Well, if you'd like a moment to think, you can always cut back to the field team. Let's figure out what we're doing. Yeah. We're playing a role-playing game. Next question. It is perhaps uh, an hour later. Johnny is currently has an ice pack on the back of his head and uh, several uh, bandages along one arm that took the brunt of the, uh, the steam bath. What have we earned? God, it doesn't even really hurt, it's just annoying. It will hurt as soon as all your pain receptors kick back in. Yeah, once those regrow, it's going to be a bad time. Look, I took stress damage, not hit point damage, so this doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, you're also on drugs, so... Anyway, generally good job. They'll ration hot water, and likely the higher-ups will get it before the lower-ups, and that'll create a nice little wedge that we can just start hammering on. Yeah. So anyway, Connie, you were saying loads of stuff about robots? I say lower-ups. Lower-downs. Lower-downs. Okay. Yes, we should possibly try to sneak into the basement and see if we can rig... You don't have to do Turn that off. Turn it off. My god, I will break it. We are still on enemy grounds. I'm not taking... We're literally discussing open rebellion. Okay. And if somebody walks in, I don't have to turn it back on. Anyway, the point is being... You're just messing with us now, aren't you? You'll never know. Anyway, point being, we I'm should... I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> What's the point, Cotter? We should try and sneak into the basement and see if there's anything we can do to help with the eventual plan of potentially dueling, especially since it seems that... A dear Penelope has a penchant for apparently cheating. My guess is with an NHP of some sort. Okay, I'll take care of that. I think, yeah, we should square it away so it's... John Luke's the type who wants a fair fight. So, let's just even the odds. We shouldn't just aim to fight fair. We should probably aim to have an advantage for... For a coin flip there, if we can help it. 
I figure if we can, I will travel with the two of you and hopefully be able to talk our way in out of any situation that we might run into if we get caught while you two sneak around in the basement and try and find a potential weakness or some other advantage that we can use to help out uh, Jean-Louis. Yeah, I suppose if you guys can... Yeah, if we can get to the robot, we can break it somehow. Probably got to be subtle about it again, though. Yes, if we're too overt, then there's no way that we'll be able to get away with this. Right. Anyway, Dalton, you're the, uh, the what's it? There is no Dalton, only Jean-Luc. I'm not here. Jean-Luc. Do you mean Alan? Alan, yeah. No, it's two in the morning, alright? Give me a break. Stop it. Get off my back. Stop it. I was to say, aren't you on uppers? <laughs> I'm the one on mood stabilizers. Uh, yeah, but uh, the, the, the actor portraying... <laughs> <laughs> the actor portraying Jobby is just halfway through a beer right now. So. I mean, he's also okay. on a good old uh, set of painkillers at the moment. Oh, good. That's fun. It's always good to make up mix uppers and downers. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, Alan, <laughs> if you can, what, what's you're the you're the soldier boy. What, what's the plan? All right. So, what are our points of entry into the basement? I don't remember in real life but we have that handy-dandy uh, data handout that Bobbin can go over again. It is, there is a main entrance with a biometric scanner that cares about your BMI and body fat percentage. And there's also definitely somewhere on the grounds a big door for the mech to actually come out through. Okay, so all we need is a big spade or a large crowbar. In terms of visibility, the one under the one in the cellar is definitely a quieter approach. If you can find some way to get past the biometrics, you should be good to go. Assuming... Like if we had someone who was good at hacking things. If we had someone who was good at making machines do what they want, what we want them to do. Do we want it to call us daddy? Is that what we want? Who can call us daddy? I mean... Technically, it's the same. The thing is, uh, Arya and I, it's the same skill. Uh, it's just I try not to step on her toes. But Pepper's not around. And I don't think we've addressed it in the game yet, but... It, um, but Claire has to drop out for a little bit. Real-life issues. Yes. So now Johnny knows hacking. Real-life issues, technical issues little of everything, so... If she can come back, Johnny will get a very convenient concussion and forget how to hack again. Well, you, you knew how to hack before. It's just... Didn't do it. Because it would be unfair. Anyway! In-game, yes, I know how to hack. Online hacking stuff. Like, hacking physical things in front of you, that's fine. This would be a physical thing in front of you. Yeah, and I did bring along the hacky thing. The hacky thing? I, I brought along a subjectivity enhancement suite. Wait a minute, hold on. No, I know exactly. If I'm coming along, I actually have a thing that I can use that I have not used before that can get me in without us having to hack, and I can hopefully open it from the other side? 
Okay, then, because you've not actually had a chance to do much of anything but talk in a weird voice, you do your thing. It's a bond power that I have that I chose. Are you going to charm the security system? No, no. Um, Are you going to charm your own way? Yes. No. Excellent. <laughs> so, if we go down there, I can use the power slip. You can instantly disappear from sight and reappear somewhere within 10 meters or so. You don't have to be able to see where you are going. I would love to see you justify this narratively. I would really genuinely love to see you try to pull this off. We go up to the door, I blip on the other side of the door. Hang on, uh, so Cat's bond power is I can give an order and anyone has to obey it. Meanwhile, you've got the bond power of teleportation. Hey, 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 hey. Teleportation is a thing in this setting. It is. It is. I'm, I'm sure. It is underneath the larger umbrella of paracausal technology. I drive a robot that teleports. The whole thing about the Harlequin is that one of my uh, one of my powers, one of the options of what gives you powers, is uh, a deal you once made in a dream. And that's what I chose. Like, at some point, Connor had a dream where after he so, was like, okay, high I'm gonna on put stim. dream I, I, in I can't big wait air for quotes. To have to resolve the devil pact that you've made. <laughs> well, high. All right, just just to be clear, a bond power does not have to be like inborn from within your personal existence. It can be because you have some extremely rare, extremely expensive, or personally crafted device that enables this power to exist for you and you alone. Or in this case, I made a deal with a space demon, <laughs> I guess. I think in this case, you simply have a teleportation device that you managed to finagle from Demu. From Demon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, we go up there and, and I... I look at it and I go, you know, we're going about this all the wrong way. And then I just disappear. The fuck? <laughs> I'm I high? <laughs> uh, is there a way for me to open the door, just open it without having to go through the biometrics thing on this side? Can I just open the door from this side? Johnny, you saw that, right? Wait, hang on, hang on. Why, why is Connor talking as though, as though we're already at the door? Yeah, we do kind of gotta get there. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I will say, in all fairness, entering the cellar is not an issue. There is no security observing the cellar door. You don't see any sort of camera or anything. As you enter it, you do notice a fair number of apparently wine barrels, might be spirit barrels, and uh, based on the blueprints you got, you're fairly certain that the one that has the secret elevator inside is the one with Penelope's house symbol etched onto the, uh, the barrel head. Then I say, we're going about this all the wrong way. We don't have to hack our way in. And then I just disappear. Alright, you find yourself inside. Fuck. Johnny, did you see that? Am I high? Did I get a contact high from hanging out with you two? No, if I could see that, then I'd know where he was. There is a small LED light 
inside the barrel, which is entirely empty. There is also a panel rising up out of the base, and based on the way the, uh, the barrel just sort of moves around under your weight, there's a fair amount of it that is loose enough that it's probably the base of the elevator. And you do see a handle on your side, and you are able to push it open and allow the other two to come in. Uh, I open it, and I say, Alan, Johnny, come on down. Was that Connor fighting against the voice-changing technology <laughs> just now? I, I, I didn't. Let me do <laughs> No, no, keep, keep it. <laughs> okay. Your game show host instincts kicked in for a yeah, second there. Yeah, there we go. Unfortunately, you did seem to miscalculate a bit here. Because, as you can clearly see from the panel sticking up from the ground, or from the base of the barrel, that is where the biometric scanner is. And not on the secret door to the barrel. Well, shit. Well, I got us in anyway. No, seriously, how did, how did you do that? Hold on. <laughs> how do I want to respond to this? I made a deal with the space devil. No. Good showman never reveals his secrets. You're not a good showman. You take that back, you son of a bitch. Okay, let's just break the robot. Alright, I need a robot breaking device. Uh, we, we need to activate the elevator first to go down to the ro robot. That's where the biometrics were. It wasn't into in the door, it was to activate the elevator. Do I need to do the biometrics or not? It would seem so. Yeah, I don't have anything that would help you here. Ah, oh, fine. Unless you want the mag clamps, do you want to, like, climb onto the type of robot? We're not even at the robot yet. We've still got to get past the biometric scan. And I have just the device. Oh, goody. Is it time to roll a d6? I think it's time to roll a d6. <laughs> Good. Back by popular demand. No, not no not by popular demand at all. Actually, lying it's, is a sin. We, we, in fact, there was a very large demand to never do this again. But for some reason, the writers keep ignoring it that. It keeps demand. happening. <laughs> Number three, it makes a loud noise straight away, and every time it's used, but they all do. Hi, son. Bob and you. Fucking clipped Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, son, you full biometric scanners now. Hurrah! Alright. Oh. So we've probably got a guess as to what Gomez did. Let's just try a few settings. Let's just see what happens. Uh, what am I doing? I am providing plus one accuracy. Ah, oh, that's 21. That is great. Jeez. Yep. And it turns out to be. A considerable amount of overkill, because as Grumbungus explains to you, and as you also get from the visual readout, it would appear that this biometric scanner is made using off-the-shelf components, some of which were not intended to be used for top security biometrics, and so there are several well-known workarounds that uh, security experts have been complaining about for years, or in some cases, decades. And I would say primarily the one that 
gets you in immediately is the administrator password, which defaults to password. I was going to say it's either password or swordfish. Well done, son. Thank you, daddy. Unfortunately, there's only one biometric scanner, so you won't have any more opportunity to make loud noises. Oh, I like making loud noises, daddy. Yeah, but you only get to do it when I use you. Uh, I love being used. <laughs> so do I. Is there like an alarm? I'm gonna trip the alarm. <laughs> no, we've got an elevator. Let's go down. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, getting on. Uh, elevator springs to life. Generally, I wouldn't want an elevator to spring. <laughs> it's on springs. It does kind of shake once it gets going. It is a bit alarming, but several rails spring up from the base uh, for you to hold on to. And the descent is uh, somewhat slow and rickety. It would appear that lowest common denominator thinking extends to Penelope's security systems and uh, private bunkers, and not just to the way she runs her island. Speaking of which, as you are descending, let us quickly hop back to Jean-Luc and see what sort of approach he has decided to make. If you wouldn't mind changing topics to something a little more pleasant for a moment, I am quite curious. How did you move from this gesturing sweepingly at all of the Olympic awards and track and field awards, etc., etc., to this gesturing at mech duels. Well, it was a natural progression, really. From friendly competitions to serious ones. I'm always up for a challenge, and after being banned from the Olympics for winning too often... I figured, <laughs> why not up the stakes? I'm banned for being too good. <laughs> banned me for being too fucking sick. Has been known to happen. They just give you a lifetime award and say, thanks, now let's let everyone else get a shot. <laughs> I understand the stakes are higher, but it is fair sight less physical inactivity. I dabble a bit myself, so certainly not quite the workout. Well, physically it's not. I can give you that. But as you can see, I don't let that cut into my uh, gym time. And aside from that, the mental aspect of dueling more than makes up for the difference. As you know, I'm sure you know, Competition is 90% up here. Taps your head. And once you've finished physically sculpting your body, it's time to move on to the finishing touches of the brain. I can see that. I can see the appeal from that angle. So what sort of approach do you take? Since your weapon is unconventional, just as far as I've experienced. No, it's not too surprising. I'll admit I made a few modifications. Uh, 
asked the eggheads to make a few changes to the servos, to the body strength, to the blade length, optimized to my own personal strategy. I wouldn't say it's too out there, but uh, well, I can see how someone who dabbles might think that it's uh, quite the expressive idiosyncrasy. I fake a bashful smile and do not have nearly your record. Defer to your expertise. Nobody's got my record. And you know, that's uh, all of that sort of led me to uh, right here. Yes, a position in the choir. Well, not just that. That is no more than a stepping stone. For that matter, once you get to know the rest of the choir, it's, that's pretty much how 80-85% of them uh, think about it. It's not an end goal, it's something that, uh, something they use to make their dreams come true. In my case, once I've finished sculpting this, once I've finished sculpting this, I figured it was time to share my philosophy with the world. Please tell me she flexed each arm individually when she said that. She slapped her arm and then her head. Okay. Philosophy of challenge, of strength. Exactly. Of winners and losers. Of learning who deserves a brighter tomorrow and who we can deal without. My fingers drumming on the arm of my chair. <laughs> who you think we could do without? Well, it's hard to say just by looking at them. A lot of folks have a lot more gumption in them than you might expect. You gotta put their backs against the wall to see what they're really made of. I've got no preferences in that sense, but uh, someone performs better than obviously. They deserve our attention and our resources. If someone is put up against that challenge and fails to uh, perform, then why waste time with rotten fruit? But certainly leave quite a great many by the wayside. I don't know how we would run this island if we left all who could not meet your standards to rot. A lot more efficiently, I'll tell you that. One person doing the job of ten, if they're up to the challenge, should be allowed to do it. I suppose we would have to automate quite a great deal. Well, we've already automated quite a great deal already. This is just about streamlining, streamlining the human element. We've already got uh, quite a few folks uh, proven their worth, and uh, I have rewarded them in a suitable manner and in exchange they help me weed out well weed out the weeds this completely indecipherable grin spreads across my face ah yes those your chosen elites are quite interesting people glad you've had a chance to meet them I know I've Sprinkled them out there. You must have seen at least a few of them. Hard to miss the muscle mass. <laughs> uh, their presence is not 
the least bit subtle. I'm quite surprised that the farmers accepted them into their ranks so unquestioningly. Farmers have got more things to worry about than uh, the looks of another set of hands. Especially when those hands perform as good as my boys do. Uh, Bobbin, reminder request. Did those hands perform as well as the rest of them? The farmer you spoke to mentioned that they didn't seem to have the intelligence needed to perform the most involved technical maintenance, but did not seem to be troubled by their performance as farmhands. That said, you have a sample size of three, yeah. all three of whom were sent to do the same task. So it, it is possible, at least, that there are more intelligent uh, bodybuilders among her cadre, and you just met some of the thickest. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll actually voice that thought. I do hope you are selecting for more than simple bulk. The ones that I encountered were... Well, they would certainly not run a farm on their own particularly well. Things would fall to pieces quite quickly. Oh, sure. Well, you've got some folks who are destined for different lives than others. Uh, everyone's good at different things. Uh, only a few chosen elites uh, manage to get good at everything. All the rest, uh, well, they can be selected for a few different values. Determination, strength loyalty, and the ability to understand where their place in the world is. Quietly noting that intelligence was not among those qualities listed. Aside from the chosen few elite. Hmm. Well, I have to wonder how popular you must be amongst your fellows. Particular attitudes towards greatness say that I've found many who feel that way. More's the shame for them. The faster they pick up on the fact this is a world of winners and losers, the faster they can pick a track that gets them as far along the winning side as they can get. And besides, since when does a good leader have to be popular? It certainly helps. If you think that pleasing the peons and the public is the one true path to leadership, I've got a few things to say about that. Lean back in the chair and gesture for her to go. And as she goes... Back to the rest. The elevator descends into a corridor. The doors slide open and you find yourself in a fairly simply designed metal hallway. It appears to be... Well, it's, it's similar enough to remind you of the Metal Star, but different enough for you to understand that this is someone else's design. And there's enough shit on the walls that you don't expect any of them to pop up with uh, Demu's smiling face on it. For the moment, 
you don't see anyone. But there are doors on either end, and both of them, for the moment, are closed. Well, I've heard that a good rule is to always take the left-hand turn. <sighs> a good rule is also to bring the map, which fortunately you did. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> To be fair, Connor is stupid enough to forget that they have a map. Well, who brings a map these days? I don't the last time I've used, like, a paper map. Well, luckily it's not paper. paper. It's not paper either. It's digital. Connor will bring up the map and take a look, see if they can find their way to the robot room, essentially. All right. Oh, hang on a sec. I'll do something very important. Well, we're not going to need a biometric hacker anymore. And I can do it twice in a session. Um, let's just, you know, repurpose the thing to to detect, like, alarms, cameras, some kind of security sensor thing. Are you sure we won't need it to, to do biometrics because we need to go back up? Absolutely, I'm positive and I'm not listening to that one critique. Technically... I mean, technically, I can probably just have two things. Technically, you can rig up the thing to do something in addition to the previous thing, because rigor does not overrule itself. Yeah, that sounds the easiest, and then I don't have to think of a second name for the other device. Grumbunk is two. Beautiful. Like, I, don't just, I don't know what the, what's so hard about that. We're already on, like, Grumbunk is five, so... No, so it's always the same mind. But it's not an NHP. Anyway, it's, you will need it's to ever so slightly sentient. Yeah, I do need to roll another D6, uh, which takes place the first time I use it, but um, it helps if I type roll. Ooh, two. Have we had two before? It melts something nearby into slag with a loose bolt of energy unless I take one stress. Please take a stress. This is something that happens once and once only. Worth noting. Uh, we'll make that decision as to whether I take the stress based on when I first activate it. At the moment, we're in a bare hallway, so what's it going to melt into slack? Connor? A, a loss the I'm willing to take. The elevator controls! A loss I'm willing to take. I'm going to admit, I had also thought of that. <laughs> you don't understand, guys. I'm on six out of eight stress. I understand, and I would prefer to be able to go back up to the elevator. There is no part of an elevator that I would be willing to have melt into slack. You're right. Exactly. How likely is it I'm going to take the 8th point of stress in a robot encounter? Not very, honestly. How likely is it that we're going to die in an elevator? There we go, I'll take the stress. Okay, let's detect alarms. Probably that wrong. There we go, 13. 13 for alarm detecting. What happens in-game is uh, as you fuss with uh, the Grumbungus device, plug in an extra security reader onto the bottom of it uh, Grumongus shouts daddy daddy I'm doing the thing <laughs> and you realize that uh, no, 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 no no I love you son but no <laughs> you realize in horror that it is still uh, connected by a uh, laser sight to the elevator controls and that it, the laser is rapidly heating up and so, yes, you take one stress as you uh, very, very rapidly reprogram the device and turn off 
the uh, the connection to the elevator uh, biometrics. Why does a hacking machine need a laser? I don't understand how that happened. It doesn't have, but the the laser sight doesn't I'm have any. I'm pretty sure you built it, so you should it know how have, it look, happens. Look, it doesn't have any offensive capability. It's just a sight. It shouldn't fire. It shouldn't Why do that. Why is it melting the elevator? Why do you controls? do that? Why do you do that, son? <laughs> have I mentioned that I really don't like that thing? <laughs> I only ever do what you want me to do, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be trying to melt the thing. Bad son. I think you did want to melt it. <laughs> Why? Well, I hope there's nobody down here. <laughs> I love this bullshit that we've done. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's uh let's pull up the map and uh try and figure out our way to the uh to the hangar. On the way, let's try not to melt any load bearing walls or anything. It's fine, it only does that once. How do you know? Because it's You didn't think it was gonna do it the first time. Yeah, but I I rolled a two. Oh, I thought we were still in character. <laughs> no. Daddy told me to stop, so I did. Thanks, <laughs> you've learned your lesson, son. See, Alan, I'm a good parent. I'm so glad that I'm not going to have this problem. I don't trust you with a goldfish, to be honest. As it turns out, the hangar is to the left. <laughs> I rolled a d2. So yeah, I pull up the map and I go, Look, what did I tell you? Left. And then I start heading to the left. Oh, it's fit that you sort of check your hands to see which way's left first. Absolutely. L for left. Mm-hmm. Okay, um... Hey, I understand that you're happy that you guessed correctly out of two directions, but let's make sure that there's no possible, I would say security checkpoints, or really just anybody all down that way before we start walking? That's what we've got the horrible machine for. Yeah, that's what I did. It, it did try to melt the elevator, but it did also detect, like, cameras and shit. It didn't tell me whether there were any cameras or shit. It was too busy, we were too distracted, but I'm sure if there were, then it would have piped up by now. We're doing a great job. Yes. As it turns out, past the elevator, there does not seem to be too much in the way of security. There are cameras here, but it is simple enough to find and walk past their uh, blind spots. That or we just throw a chaff grenade. You know how expensive those are. Yeah, do you have one? <laughs> no. As for living personnel, as you enter the mech hangar, you find yourselves in uh, company. None of them are just hanging around by the door as you enter, but you can see from the sparks flying off the mechs, from the various uh, cranes moving about across the room, that there are a number of extremely physically muscular individuals who are at work maintaining we the work machines. Hard. We play hard. And uh, in some cases, covering them with a thin metal plating that makes them look like combine harvesters. Hmm. 
so the... Why didn't we get a heads up on this? Hmm? Because they're not cameras. Eyes are kind of like cameras. Okay, fair enough, but... You know what I mean. Look, I can't make my thing do everything at once. It'd be unfair. Right. Let's just try to stay out of sight. Yes. You have not been spotted immediately, but the longer you hang out in the hangar, the greater the odds of you being spotted become. If only one of us was really jacked. If only all of us were really jacked, then we'd just fit in. We could just tell them that uh, Beef Blastrod sent us. He went right, we all and we came left. Anyway, that's for later, if we get caught. Yeah, let's just find the most stylized robot and go for it. We would know which frame she uses, right? Because we got that information from my insider. Yes, plus the the exterior design of the mech is public knowledge. True, yes. That much was provided to you during the, uh, the mission briefing. Okay. Plus, I think by now we probably know that the most stylized mech belongs to the leader. That seems to be the way of these things. It Find is. the one with the custom paint job. Let's go to the robot. So, good news and bad news. The good news is, it is extremely easy to discern which of these mechs belongs to Penelope herself. The bad news is, we were able to discern this because it is right smack in its own special mech bay in the center of the hangar, and it is easily the most well-lit corner of this entire room. Cool. Lovely. The one good thing I can give you is that there does not appear to be anyone currently maintaining her mech right now. Alright. Johnny actually needs to get over there, right? Yeah. Gotta get there quickly. Okay. Follow me. Do as I do. Please try not to do anything especially stupid. I've never done anything stupid. Uh, I look directly at the machine that you have created within the last 20 minutes. It worked, didn't it? Okay. I want to try to find a way over there without getting spotted that we can just... Like, find the gaps and envisions and sight lines and such. I'm not going to make this risky or heroic, but I will give you a difficulty die. Okay. I'd love to help you, but I can't, because otherwise I'll be too stressed to do anything. Oh, whatever. You can push yourself. Does Alan have the stealth suit on? No, I swapped it for body armor, because I was playing the part of a bodyguard, remember? Got it, got it. Do you have any bond powers that help you do a snake? Well, let's see. I have Don't tell me the odds, which would give me plus one accuracy... On a scene where I am clearly outnumbered, I've gone back into a corner. That does apply. Yeah, okay. So we'll get the one accuracy. And that'll neutralize the difficulty. Sweet total. Do you have a second power? Uh, if I take... I have pounce, which is if I take any action... If I take an action for any NPCs, I have a chance to act, giving you a free roll. Hostile NPCs can't deal harm or consequences to you as part of this roll. Although you can still suffer other consequences normally. Okay. Yeah. That's a once per session thing. Yeah. Once per session, I would suggest saving that for if and when you get caught. <laughs> uh, if. Okay. 
So let's see. Do you want to be this act unseen or unheard? Because that seems the most practical thing. Or most applicable thing. True. What about your character background? Character background. That may apply as well. Special Ops is literally my background, yeah. You're an ex-soldier. Um... Uh, Spec Ops in particular is very much about stealthing into places. Yes. So yeah. Plus, the biggest way to blend in in any place is to look like you belong there. Right, so what's my bonus from my background? I forget. An accuracy dice. Yeah, it is another free accuracy. Okay, so I'm at one accuracy. A net one accuracy, yes. Sweet. Okay. Not bad, considering you were starting at, ne- at minus one. Press some button. Well, 21. Well, that's Damn! It. That'll do it. Smooth as silk. So, the main thing you discern from all the people around here is that they are, for the most part, primarily concerned with their business. They've all got jobs to do here. No time to gab, no time to look around. If there's a break room, you haven't come across it. It's clearly not within the mech hangar itself. And so all you really have to do is find a convenient locker with a convenient bulky jumpsuit. Put yourself and Johnny in one each. And while it certainly hangs off of your bodies in different ways to those who are packed thick with inhuman amounts of muscle, from a distance it is unclear, especially when everyone has other things to be doing. And so with that in mind, you are able to walk calmly but directly up to the Lady Penelope's neck. Your turn, Johnny. Right, so we need some way to sabotage the robot that won't be detectable straight away. Ideally, figure out if she's got an NHP and uh, fuck that noise yeah, up. Yeah, that is probably going to mean getting into the cockpit. Cockpit's open. Mm. And you know from personal experience, it's fairly typical for pilots cannot really exclude other people from their cockpit. They just demand that technicians not change any of the uh, comfort settings. Don't fucking adjust the driver's seat chair. Swear to God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, um, let's start by going up into the cockpit. So she's probably not starting with the NHP on because she likes to think of herself as, well, from what we know from her public record, she's a duelist, she probably doesn't want to cheat unless she has to. They're all the pieces of Exodia into the ocean. That's plan B. Uh, so start by checking out the systems and deleting... Yeah, let's just delete the NHP. It's not a person. It's literally a person. Wow. That is what the P stands for. Yes. It's just not a human person. Have I met an NHP? No, so I don't. Think you have a you little have one installed baby droid in your pants. That's not an NHP, but he has definitely met Demu. We're working for an NHP. God damn it! I don't care. Wow. I don't know any human person's. 
Johnny kills things. What was the term that we that I learned in the uh, one-off? Cascade. No, no, the replacement for racist when you're. Oh yeah, anthrochauvinist. Yeah, how anthrochauvinist of you. You can't hear me say any of this. You're, you're apparently over <laughs> I'm not there saying covering. in character either. So like, I'm not saying you shouldn't kill the NHP. Just I'm I'm killing the Afghan. Kill. Just be prepared to own it. Own yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I kill people. I'll kill non-human people. Yeah. I I drag the NHP <laughs> right into the right recycle bin. I right click. I click empty recycle bin. Sadly enough, that is just the attitude we need. <laughs> Every every party needs a Johnny. Anyway. We don't need another chef bot situation. Or yes, chef situation. All of this so far has been basically Johnny weighing the ideas in his head. So let's see how they interact with reality. Give me some sort of uh, skill roll here. Okay, but if I can do it, I might push for a, a, a bonus because... Who wants a fair fight? Um, Alright, let's start by just uh, doing this. That's a 19. Alright. Is there any way someone can help him with that? Like, I'd be willing to spend a stress, but I can't think of a way. I have hacker fix. Um, are you willing to spend a stress to give him... Oh, wait, In I? this case, the, uh, the dice have hit the table. Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. And it's fine, because I would have specified heroic or risky... If I had needed to. No, I was just thinking the tw- the extra one will get us something even better. But if oh yeah, I didn't I didn't think that I would like to do something better if I can. Yeah, because I just like can I just do my roll better? Is that an option? Can I just have better roll? Can can I have better results? I didn't know that was an option. This roll is a diagnostic roll. Okay. And so there's only so much you can do at this moment. And having succeeded, I will explain why. The first thing you notice is that there is a very robust wireless... There might even be some paracausal technology involved in the connection. And it would seem that that is the connection between this mech and tally-ho, the NHP, because having now installed a couple NHPs onto you guys' mechs, you have become aware that every NHP needs a physically transported casket. NHPs cannot be transmitted digitally. It is against all kinds of laws that even a rogue state like Delphi pays attention to. There is no casket on board this mech. There is, however, a very robust antenna. You're confident Tallyho exists and that it does not control this mech from within it. Eh, break the connection without having to kill a person. Congrats. Ah, but I wanted to kill a person. Moral quandary solved. You can stab a dude in the neck on the way out, if you really have to. Maybe I'll I, I do. Okay, yeah, sure, I guess I... Well, first of all, I, I do I do want to do something else. 
because I assume that to let the NHP take over, she's got to like press a button or something. It won't just take over on its own. I don't know how computers work. Bobbin, tell me how computers work. You would assume something along those lines. If not a physical button, then a digital display with a touch screen. That's how this usually goes. So from talking to the others, I've given up on the idea of giving Jean-Luc a fair fight. I just want Jean-Luc to kill a person. What I want to do then from in terms of coding is when she pushes the button to turn on the NHP, I want her controls to invert. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's funny. <laughs> this time I will need a heroic role. Because, as you must be aware, a mech like this goes through a very thorough shakedown before it goes out. You need to be able to do this in such a way that the inspection process misses it. Well, convert the inspection process. Okay. Don't forget to do stuff involving that would give you advantages because advantages are going to be very healthy, handy right now. I mean, my entire background is in sort of engineering. Um, okay. Just making sure. Farming, engineering, so I've worked with a lot of systems in my day. I've spent time, or spent some time around Aria, sort of seeing how they do it as well. So I would argue that I probably have a bit of a background bonus here. Mm. That's not a no. Excellent. Um, not sure I would give a background bonus for this specifically. It is kind of esoteric what you're doing. I will allow. Alan to help you if he would like to push himself. Both of you have worked with mechs often enough that you could actually be useful here. I am also on stims, so if my coding sort of starts to go wrong, I see something that doesn't look right, I should be able to react to it faster. Like if I, set, if I type the wrong, or press the wrong button and set off a cascade, I should be able to react to it. Cascade should not be an issue in this case, but I, I will I mean, give not, you the not the literal cascade, but yeah, I will give you the cas uh, not the cas I will give you the drugs bonus. You have chosen the right drugs for this job. Okay, I'll take a stress or whatever to help him. By the way, Namtab, want to remind you, you have to fill up the stress bar and then take another before you are broken. Yeah, we went over this earlier. Comcon is kind of screwed up. Okay, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you don't have to spend that extra stress here now, just letting you know you've got that margin for error. I think two accuracy should do it. I'm already rolling with plus six. Yeah. So I need a ten to succeed and a twenty to succeed without any consequence. No, no, this is heroic. You need a twenty to succeed. Twenty or nothing. Press the button, seal your fate. Does each accuracy die add something to a roll? No, you just take the highest one. Oh, so if you really. roll a 3, 4, and 2, you only add the Fuck it. 4. 31. <laughs> Yo! Is that another tie for the highest? Good job, man. Damn. That's a natural 20, a 6 from your bonus, and you rolled a 5 on one of your accuracy dice. Nice fucking job. 
Yeah, that's good Charles getting fucking inverted. Because <laughs> it's a 31 bobbing, can I also just cut that wire at the same time, or are you going to want another roll for wire cutting? Well, here's the thing. Let okay. me write that note down. That is another tie for the highest roll, by the way, to answer your question. I think the highest possible roll any roll can be it's in this game is 32. Yeah. Indeed. So here's the thing. Is that as you work on this bit of sabotage, you come to realize that the only way you can fully break the connection between Penelope and Tallyho is going to be from Tallyho's side. Oh, excellent. I do get to kill a person. Anything you do to the antenna now will be noticed, will be rectified. The fact is that you are creating an additional program that will trigger off of what one program normally does. It's going to be giving Jean-Luc an edge during the fight, at least for one round. Possibly more, we'll see how it goes. But... If you actually want Tally Ho to not be the person fighting against Jean-Luc, you're going to have to come down here during the duel and do something about Tally Ho then. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. But I can come down in my robots, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I teleport directly into the middle of your base and swing my exploding grenade sword. I have two batteries, I'm gonna use one, damn it just coming down in like a mech suit just like an exosuit that you've like painted pink and wearing like yoga pants I mean pants goblins like, exist hello I am muscle person I was gonna say <laughs> fucking Johnny borrows the goblin has no idea Absolutely how to work not. any of it as you can see I am extremely beefy I have a grenade sword I have teleports I want to use my robot yeah I want her, I want her. I will be letting you use your robot, but just Yay! so you know, this game has an extensive set of mechanics for pilots on foot, and it would be a waste not to use them either. <laughs> well, that's for the other two to deal with. No, I want to get my robot too. I said it first, you can't. I'll go on foot, whatever. Look, you can get yeah. out in the middle of a turn. It's a move. True. Exactly. Exactly. I have a teleporting katana robot. So, with that in mind, you can expect a mix of running on foot and fighting in a mech hangar with mechs. Yes. Cool. Now to exfiltrate. Yeah, let's get out of here. With that in mind, you may want to do something about the mech hangar door. Because normally that doesn't open from the outside. Sneak over there and steal one of their garage door openers. Can we just go back the way we came? Well, you can, but if you want to mech your way inside, you need uh, you need a garage door opener. Can we not just break the door? It would take forever. You look up, and you decide no. <laughs> teleport. No. Is good for one of you, and now there's just one of you down there. Y'all know what happens when Johnny goes fighting a million mechs all at once. He dies? By himself. He I dies. them all up and uh, win. Alright, well, that sounds like a Connor and Dalton problem while I'm doing this stuff. Alan. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. 
have have different names. Speaking of other people's we, we, problems, we do. We do have different names. <laughs> How about we cut back over to Penelope and Jean Luc? Jean Luc, mm-hmm. you have no idea what libertarianism is, <laughs> or you didn't, and now you wish you still didn't. <laughs> Over the course of this spiel, like I, I'm settled into the chair, I had leaned back and gestured, and then moved to rest my cheek on my fist, and I looked, you know, amused, engaged at first. My eyes definitely started to glass over after a point. Didn't let any of it show, though. I am nothing if not good at faking this. And anyway, that's why it's called the Fountainhead. Cries. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever said this to you. I've definitely said this to at least two other people on this server. But um, I'm going to find out what your IRL address is, and I'm going to come there, and I'm going to <laughs> shoot you with a gun. <laughs> I believe you've threatened violence before, but not with a gun. That one's new. Checks on you, they're illegal here. Uh, it's just like I fucking care about your fake ass laws. Okay, well, how do I respond to all of that? How do I respond to a man chooses a slave obeys? See, I've already, I've already chosen the character that I'm going to be at the end of this conversation. I just need there to be a signal that we have reached the end of this conversation. I don't want to pull the pin on the grenade until I'm sure that my friends are not going to be instantly caught in the blast rooms. So internally, I am of the mind that, like, uh, there's no saving this woman. Uh, she, she's a little too high on her own supply. Not even worth trying, so... How do I keep her busy? God, why is this game so much harder for me than Trendsetters? Because in Trendsetters, you can just default to murder the the people who are bad. I usually don't, though. No. It's because I feel like I'm playing chess in this game. You're welcome. <laughs> Transcenders is a different affair. Hmm. What time of day is it at this point? It is convenient o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say we started at noon, and now it's getting closer towards three. Not a good time for meals. Does she have, like, a schedule posted in this office or anything? Not publicly. Okay. But you are aware, in terms of etiquette, that a mid-afternoon snack is not unheard of? I was just wondering if I could, like, my eyes slide over and I see that there's a daily planner hung up on the wall and arm hour is <laughs> highlighted at 3 o'clock. If you want to just ask her to the gym, just ask her to the gym. I'm pretty sure you're going to get a good response from that. Yeah, probably. I just can't think of a good segue. Hey, it's leg day. No, no, I, I can. I can. Two-thirds of the way through the fountain head, I realize that my eyes are starting to glass over, and I intentionally like refocus, and my leg starts bouncing. And when she 
finishes and I'm nodding in agreement. I get up. I don't mean to suddenly change gears so quickly, but I've spent quite a lot of time sitting on a small aircraft, quite a lot of time sitting around speaking to farmers. I have far too much energy in my body right now. Well, would you look at the time? I normally don't sit here that long either. Have you seen my private gym yet? I have not. I have not had the pleasure. Well, you're about to. Come on. Follow behind her. Gets up and, uh, at this moment, you discover why her desk is cheaply made. Hmm. Because, just for the sake of making a statement, she brings up both fists, hammers them down, desk smashes into two pieces. I... Or I said it's her Armstrong. I just... <laughs> I stand there for a moment, <laughs> blink owlishly, and I... <laughs> Kicks one side of the desk away, strides purposefully straight towards the exit. Follow after her. And yeah, I don't really need to tell you just how good this gym is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is full of everything, and it is kind of amazing how much she has managed to pack in here so efficiently into such a relatively small space. This is a private gym just for her and guests. I was going to ask, is it uh, sized to accommodate more than one person at a time? Presumably there is another gym for her followers to use. This one, this space is just for her and whoever she feels is worthy of being invited into it. <laughs> it somehow feels more intimate than her office. Not sure how I feel about that one. Alright, so like a locker room or something? I'm definitely not dressed for the gym. She has some spare clothes. They appear to be her gym outfits, but they fit on you fairly well. Alright, alright. How does the, um, how does the smart skin work below the neck? Or whatever the disguise thing I'm wearing for my face. It does not, but as we have previously established, your skin tone is not an issue, and so you kept it. Right. I think I might have said something about, like, making myself slightly more pallid, but it's fine. Yeah, people have slightly skin issues that cause their faces and head uh, faces and bodies to have slightly slightly variable skin tones that's a thing all right yeah fuck it i'll start with i'll, I'll do a fucking workout to buy time i'll take my time stretch myself out get my heart rate going some she's got to have a rowing machine in here yeah not as such Part of the space saving is that several of the machines do multiple things depending on how you configure it. Well, then she should get a Bowflex. That's like 12 machines in one. I'm not saying she doesn't. The main thing is, and this is really more curiosity than high stakes timing issues, but give me some sort of physical role to see if you can keep up with her and add one difficulty. Hmm, okay. Fuck, I don't actually have a lot of physical roles. Uh, 
I guess besides assault. Most like fat holes. Shut up. I would accept assault. You're going at those machines. Yeah? Alright. Taking those machines down. Yeah. You know what? I'll push myself. I'm only a two. I'll go up to three. Cancel that difficulty out. Rolling it straight up. Ooh, no. Extremely not. <laughs> so, what you learn about Penelope at this point is that she is not a good winner. You get the sense that she likes you. That she is, for her, going easy on you and trying to pump you up. But every time you fail to do something that she does, she rubs it in your face. That's fine. That's fine. I just focus. I just fucking focus. I will say, however, and this is also because you uh, lost the skill check, take one more stress. Alrighty. She's really getting into your head. There definitely comes a point where she just like, she pushes me off of whatever machine that I'm on and says, no, no, this is how it's done. And I just, I just have to stand there and stare at her for like five minutes. Honestly, in appreciation, because like, damn, I can't do that. I'm in pretty good shape. I can't do that. Alright, but unless you're pulling the trigger, I'd say it's time to go back underground. You know, I feel like I'm so used to wearing this, I might not have had the presence of mind to take it off. So, it might be the case that I don't sweat, even as I get really into this. From what? I have an SSC Sylph undersuit. I've had it since the beginning of the campaign. It's a fucking symbiote that lives on top of my skin. It's transparent and it does a whole bunch of biological shit, including eating all of my waste products. And uh, it does clean my body and aid in natural healing processes and eliminate waste, which might mean it devours my sweat as I am doing this and just regulating my body temperature itself. Well, in that case, you wouldn't actually need any of Penelope's exercise uh, clothing, and uh, she would have seen you having that on as you were undressing and getting ready to enter the gym, and uh, she would compliment you for choosing a good model, but otherwise not react to it. Okay. Got it, got it. Back to the rest of the team. Back to the rest of the team. You're still in the mech bay. Your presence has not been uncovered. And if you want to get this job done the way you want it done, you'll need to do one more thing, which is hack into the mech bay hangar door such that you can send a signal that will open it remotely. That's what Johnny wants to do, so Johnny has to communicate that to the rest of the team. Wait, since when did it become? I would assume, you know, that uh, Alan and Connor are like, okay, we're done here, let's go. I would say that Alan at least has an inkling. You were there when Johnny discovered that uh, Tally Ho is not on board. Well, I mean, I'd just say to them, like, if we don't, 
if we don't have a means of bringing some robots down here, then we're at risk from people finding us and using these robots. We are 100% going to get caught. All right. So I will tell you, the controls for the hangar door are on the far side of the hangar from where you entered it. Old-fashioned way, then. Sneaking again. Fair enough. I'm gonna assume I can use the same modifiers because it's the same situation. I'm just saying quite because I've done a lot of stuff, so I'm gonna let you two do shit. I say letting. My expertise lies in talking. When we start needing to talk, that's when I'm gonna come in handy. But right now, I'm fucking pretty useless. Well, I'm just gonna follow Dalton's lead. Not Dalton, fucking Alan's lead. <laughs> yeah, follow, follow Alan's lead, essentially. Yeah. I'll stab someone if they need stabbing. So anyway, just bobbing, just making sure yeah, same yeah. same numbers as last time. Uh, 18. Alright, you get over there. And just because Connor's been quiet, you actually see a uh, a shirker. Someone who probably should be doing some maintenance work on one of these mechs or who should be taking an official break in the official break room is instead leaning against the far wall pretending to look interested in what everyone else is doing and appears somewhat disturbed by the fact that you're heading straight over to him trying to think of what voice I want to use because I have these people seen us around the compound yet this is the first person you will you will be encountering down here. Okay. You there. Why are you not at your station? Are you on break? Dude, don't be so harsh. Uh, 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 the rules clearly state you must take a break in the designated break room. If you are on break. Otherwise, you need to get back to your station and re return to your duties. We don't want a problem, do we? Come on, bro. What's your problem? My problem is that these mechs need to be in tip-top shape, and if you are, if you are shirking your duties, well, I will have to, I will ha have to tell the Argotisa. All right. I will say, uh, make your convincing roll, but at a difficulty because you're coming at this from an angle of culture shock, shall we say? Okay. Based on the elevator, the uh, stiff noble types upstairs don't normally come down here. Right. I would say that since I'm using leverage, which is uh, power by invoking the boss's, the big boss's name, I can use charm. Do you agree? I think for this I'm going to have to look at the actual text for charm. It says, convince a, oh, a receptive audience. Well, he might be receptive to, to threats. A receptive audience, or use leverage, and in brackets, uh, power, uh, money, personal benefit, to get your way. Alright, yeah, that does sound like it falls under the, the umbrella. Would you think that the celebrity background would help with this? I've threatened people's uh, livelihoods in this way before, probably, by thinking I'm more important than I actually was. No, because that's usually the do-you-not-know-who-I-am approach. And that is, you're definitely not wielding your own name this time. Okay, fair enough. 
I can just, like, take a stress and get an accuracy, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. Set it to none. So this is a flat roll, but at a plus six. So that's a 14. Beef is unimpressed. Well, the meathead's response is... Bogus, dude. Bogus. Totally harsh in my vibe here. As he is heading back over to the mech he should be maintaining right now. Clearly so disturbed at being lectured that he does not question who you are or how you got down here. <laughs> you wanted me to change the voice? I did on a temporary basis. You're welcome. My appreciation knows no bounds. Don't make fun of the pro- Prosper Caller. The Prosper Caller has saved my ass many a time. If you say so. <sighs> I truly unappreciated. Anyway, Johnny, do your thing. Oh, yeah. Oh boy, that'll, that'll... Do I get a new function? No, you, you only get two per session of my life. Well, you only get two using that particular function of your character sheet, but you can always do shit off record. <laughs> I've forgotten what I'm even trying to do. Make a garage door opener. Oh. Can I, can I not just hack the controls? You can, but you'll need to roll. Okay. And you've not said it's a risky, so that's a 15. Not so risky after all. Yeah. You have a garage door opener. I was just opening the door. Well, it's not about opening the door now. It's about opening it at the proper moment in time. Okay, let's leave. Yeah, let's get out of here. (laughs) It is now time to exfiltrate. I will need one more check from one of you. And because we're doing all of it at once, I will put one difficulty on this roll. Uh, Yeah, alright. I'll do the same thing again. Can I claim the previous bonuses? Just making sure. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Well. Well, the thing is, 10 is the number that we're going for. Yep. You squeezed right under the door, but you squeezed it. Just barely. That's a natural one for the folks at home. Still managed to get it to a 10. Well, that's only a one on the D6. Yes. No, it's a a five on the dice. Yeah, I I could at sneak. Anyway, so yeah, we'd like, we sneak out right as a shift change is happening. I was actually going to say that the guy that you berated like, hey, wait earlier goes, hold on a second. The neurons in my brain have had time to travel from one location to another, and I've just realized that things do not quite add up. We don't even have a break room. <laughs> no, they do have a break room. I was literally told about the break room. That's why I said the break room. That man was not regulation jacked. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. He does not even lift. That dude doesn't lift. That dude doesn't lift. <laughs> what the fuck? Someone doesn't lift? I didn't detect any protein in his body whatsoever. Just carbohydrates and fat. And so as calls of lift, 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 <laughs> echo through the mech hangar. Who said lift, bro? The door to it slides shut behind you, 
and you break out into a run for the run. elevator. Quick yes. to the lift. <laughs> Fuck off, Namtab. Why, it's a lift. Shut the fuck up. I can't help what it's called. Yes, you can. It's called an elevator. Man, it's a lift. It lifts you up. Don't make fun of a man for his disability. Fortunately, it would seem that the biometric scanner only works in one direction. And so oh, as soon as you press the up button, it starts taking you back up into the cellar above. I adjusted the uh, the, the prosper collar to speak once again in droopy dog. I will hack that thing. I will hack it. Not until after this mission you aren't. It's very important that I maintain a consistent cover. Alright. Listen, I share your hatred for the voice, but not... not the time. Stop it. Later. Yes. Later we will right. destroy it, but not now. I'll just have Demu 3D print me a new one. It's fine. I will I will delete that <laughs> the, the fucking blueprint from the system. You see if I don't. I will wipe that thing from the galaxy if I have to. Right, we should get a message to, to Dalton. The real Dalton, not this fake one. Oh, and I, I'll do that. I literally have like a piece of equipment that is... Oh, yeah, yeah. You the data plating. That. So I have just like a thing that could just, you know, data plates. Data plates allow users to to communicate with each other all but silently. Does that require me to have a data plate? Because I don't. It does say allow users, but I presume I could just send you a message or something. If nothing else, it can certainly communicate with, say, your handheld communication device, phone, whatnot. And so you receive a message. You read that message, and... Leg day is ruined. Fucking going <laughs> at it on a bag. Halfway knocking the damn thing over every time. Cell phone buzzes in my pants pocket. Wander across to the other side of the gym. Dig through, read it. Nod. Put it away. Leg day skipped. Spend a couple more minutes beating the back up. Wait until Penelope is between machines. Don't want to be overly rude. And I will actually just like stand there, watch her, an expectant look on my face. What's up there, Count? You wasted gym time. Hmm. I think I've had enough. I believe it is time to move on with this. Well, if you're done for the day, I'm not. Perhaps someone come by, uh. Get you back to the guest quarters. Let me go put my clothes back on. Do go get changed. We'll get fully changed, which includes the gun on the back holster and the saber on my hip. You know, nobles sometimes wear non-functional weaponry for show. Mine definitely isn't non-functional. Honestly, on this planet. A lot of times it's functional. We did go over this earlier when you first arrived. You were allowed to be armed the entire time. Strap all that back on. Wander on. Back to the middle of the gym floor. Wave my hand. Get her attention again. You have it. 
She's not stopping her reps, but you have it. That's fine. Before I retired for the rest of the afternoon, feeling a little bit poor about my performance in here, I feel like I owe you something for the uh, time wasted on me. And so, I'm going to repay that with some honesty. I am here with a different set of priorities than I may have allowed you to assume. I and those of my ilk are not quite so convinced that all that glitter is gold. We are more interested in the shine of gunmetal and sabers and blood spray. He doesn't slow down. And, uh, by the small grin that is slowly growing on her face, you get the feeling that she thought something was up. And she's glad to have it out in the open now. But she's letting you have the floor. Alright, alright. Now, um, I'm sure you can understand that the old adage that an army marches on its stomach is, uh, quite true and that we need to make sure that those stomachs can be full. And so, your plans for this place, we can't let that go. We can't let it come to fruition. However, my dear Agrotisa, I do love a challenge, and I love giving my opponents a sporting chance. You have quite thoroughly humiliated me here, so I think I need to redeem myself. I've worked it out with my people, one-on-one, -on -one, you and me, in our mechs. When we will turn around and we will figure out what to do when the bread basket burns. But I take your head, and I will take baritone. <laughs> Excellent. You know, I was hoping I might get you uh, converted with a little uh, pep talk, but you know, this is the next best thing. Oh, did you bring a glove? Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I got, I got a glove right here, here, here. <laughs> she. You're, you're the one issuing the challenge, so she hands you the glove. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, at the player, don't know. Am I supposed to, like, throw it at her, slap her across the face, throw it at her feet? How do I do this? Slap her. Slap her across slap the face. Slap her face. If you have a gauntlet, you throw it at their feet. But a glove can be across the face or upon the chest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've gone from kind of a, a little bit of a sniffling nobleman to just like sneering soldier of fortune it's like full on backhander across the face with the glove and as her cheek turns red she uh, turns her head back to you and there's this disturbingly wide grin on her face and her only response to you now is <laughs> for your sake I hope they brought in a ringer, because otherwise I'm going to ring your bell and then bury you in the backyard with all the others. 
I think she's flirting with you. Can't wait. We'll get your people a set of time and place, my people. Until then, enjoy your guest house. And don't worry, if you've got a taste tester, bring them in. I'm not going to do anything to your food, but go ahead and feel as safe as you want to before the day. Twirl my hand into a gracious low bow. Stand back up. Still smirking with all the condescension I can muster. Turn round and walk out the building. And as events spiral ever faster and closer towards violence, I think that brings tonight's session to an end. Experience points! Hooray. Experience points. I'll fucking take first at bat this time, because I never do. Major ideals. Or did I address a challenge with strength, leadership, or force? Strength and leadership. You you went to Penelope's gym, and you are taking the lead on the whole uh, duel thing. Alright. Well, since you uh, can't double bag in, uh, in this game, I'm done. I don't need to cover any of the rest of it. I'm at 8 out of 8. Uh, I'll go next, because mine is also going to be pretty quick. Major ideals. I address challenges with cunning, subterfuge, or deceit. I totally pretended to be that guy's supervisor and told him to get back to work. That's an experience point, and that brings me up to eight as well, so I don't have to go over the rest. Okay. I address challenges with a precision, coldness, or intimidation. Uh, I can argue precision. I snuck through that shit, even though that last roll was kind of bad. You made it look easy. Yeah. I source my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. I guess background, but that's the same thing. I don't want to say I snuck through a thing real good, like, three times. What was your input on the plan? Oh, I did, um, did, oh yeah, I did recommend sabotaging the, uh, the yeah, hot water. Special ops stuff for me, so. The, yeah, the hot water. I think that's a distinctive, separate situation. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, struggle with issues from my burdens or background. Mm, no, not this time. Uh, my minor ideal, I showed someone how it's done. Yeah, you, I think you can double dip with that one, because you, you showed the team how to infiltrate. Like I said, you made it look easy. That's three, I think. Is that right? Yeah. That is three, okay. correct. Awesome, possible. Major ideals... Really a lot. Uh, I address challenges with diplomacy, creativity, or empathy. I think the controlling version was sufficiently creative. The inverted controls. Yeah, <laughs> that's fairly creative. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I, li I like it when you have to take a note because of something I've done. <laughs> <laughs> like I can say as a GM, that is also a very good feeling when your player is just like goes completely out of fucking left field, and you're like, oh, that's actually really good. I spin around really fast and try and dig through the floor. Don't know if that one's out yet. Uh, I express my heritage, backgrounds, or beliefs through my actions. Uh, Working to get the uh, of, yeah the workers on your side. Uh, I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, but if you're happy, then I'm happy, and well, that's it, it's your beliefs. Yeah, you are expanding 
your terrorist network that that is founded on your beliefs. That's eight experience points, so I will get a bomb power next downtime. All right. With the experience settled, if all that is left for me is to concoct a very complicated combat situation in which the team is split. There is a duel going on, and at some point, at least some of you are going to have to get out of your max to complete the job. <laughs> never, never. Thank you for listening, audience. Thank you for listening, folks at home. We love you. Thank you for listening. I hate you all. I don't want really to know you well enough to love you. I feel appreciation for you, though, for listening. Jim doesn't really hate you all. He's just like that. Don't worry. Hope I'll see you all next time. <laughs>